Hello everyone. If you are a diabetic, you must be aware of the fact that a new group of medication which researchers have discovered and expected to change the entire paradigm in the diabetes care. Today in this podcast, I'll discuss about this new group of anti-diabetic medication which came in the market which name as the ACLT2 innovator. And believe me, in the history of diabetes care, this is a drug on which the entire medical fraternity is very much hopeful. Because of tips and multiple ways, it manages all the complications of the diabetes, which I am going to discuss in this podcast. Yes, you are right. Medication, this is nothing but SGLT2 inhibitors. <clears throat> uh, let me give a slight background regarding what is SGLT2 inhibitor and uh, what exactly the SGLT2 means. The SGLT2, that is means sodium glucose transporter 2, this is one kind of receptor, it is present in our kidney. Now, normally what happens in a diabetic patient as their blood sugar is high, so kidney filters a large amount of sugar. Even those who do not have a diabetes, kidney filters a large amount of sugar in the glomerulus. This is normal. But in proximal convoluted tubule of the kidney, that is a one part down the line where the filtration happens, the majority of the filtered sugar is again sent back to the blood by the specific receptor which is called sodium glucose co-transporter, SCLT. So it transports glucose and sodium back to the blood, so it is called sodium glucose co-transporter. So it has a two different variety. Uh, one is present in the intestine and variety number two, that is subtype two, which is called SGLT2, it is present in the kidney. Now these receptors normally send back the filtered glucose. Now by any medication, if we block that receptor, what will happen? The glucose from the blood which is filtered in the glomeruli, that will directly pass through the tubule and ultimately get excreted out of our body through our urine. Thereby, we lose a significant amount of glucose and thereby our blood sugar will come. This is the basic fundamental understanding of SGLT2 inhibitors. So I repeat, from the blood, a significant amount of glucose is filtered by our glomerulus in the kidney and naturally and normally among this filtered glucose, a part is reabsorbed and sent back to the blood. Now, through the SGLT2 receptors. Now, if we block SGLT2 receptors, what will happen? We, as we expect that uh, the filtered uh, glucose from the glomeruli will directly get lost through the urine. So, our blood sugar will come down. That was the fundamental understanding in experimental model testing in different animal model. It has been found that these drugs significantly reduces the blood sugar. So, it came to the market for testing for the human being. Now, you know, the natural history is whenever any medicine whose physiological function is different came to the market, the scientists always try to understand whether this drug is safe for using in the human being. So, we look for the safety profile. Safe means whether taking this drug does not cause any problem in the heart, whether this drug is safe for neuromuscular system, GI system, liver, kidney, all this stuff. Because this is a drug which has been prescribed for glucose control, but we need to test the safety if someone takes this medicine, does he is safe from other organ health? Does it have any adverse effect to the new organ? This is called safety trial. Henceforth, before permitting mass use for diabetes control, 
Obviously, the regulatory authority asks for the safety trial to understand whether this drug is safe for heart, safe for liver, safe for kidney to test among the some uh, volunteers. So the safety trial was conducted. And interestingly, amazing data came out. And that is the beauty of this drug. When the safety trial was done, it was shown and it was observed those who are taking this SGLT2 inhibitor for their glucose control, they have lesser chances of getting heart failure, lesser chances of myocardial infarction. So from cardiovascular safety point, the patient who were taking this drug for glucose control, they were doing better in terms of their cardiovascular health. So the whole attention of the scientists then focused why this drug is causing this much of unexpected benefit in terms of cardiovascular health is concerned in diabetic patients. And amazingly, over months and years, it was observed that this drug is also beneficial for the renal failure, the problem of proteinuria, progression of the kidney disease, which is otherwise very common in diabetic patients. So the two important benefits which draw attention of all the researchers in safety study of this glucose-lowering drug, that is SGLT2 inhibitors, they are giving a promising response in terms of reducing all the risk of the heart disease in diabetes and all the risk of kidney disease in the diabetes. So they are reducing the progression of CKD, they are reducing proteinuria, they are protecting person from developing advanced renal failure. From heart point, they are preventing the heart failure rates or reducing the heart failure rates. They are preventing heart attack and they have reduced admission due to heart failure in comparison to those who are not taking this group of drugs. So it was very amazing. Then, obviously, from this preliminary observation, the scientists did a larger and bigger trial to understand whether this observation is universal across the globe, different Yes, and the result is really, really very, very amazing and very, very marvelous result came out. And all these trials showed that over 25,000 patients have been tested with this drug and they showed that that they have an interesting advantage in terms of preventing heart failure, preventing heart attack, managing congesting heart failure, admission due to heart failure, and also retarding the progression of chronic kidney disease, reducing proteinuria, or preventing for landing somebody in advanced kidney disease. So with this observation in hand, this drug started to become popular and obviously uh, FDA gave the permission to market in this drug in late 2012. So this is an amazing drug. So uh, we know these drugs are marketed in the uh, in two or three different varieties of the molecule of the same family, canaglyphosine, dapaglyphosine, like this. Now, once this benefit was observed in the diabetic patient, as because it was a diabetic, uh, anti-diabetic drug to come in the market for the purpose of the control of blood sugar, but it observation of benefit, it's a benefit observed beyond blood sugar control. So the diabetic patients who are taking this drug, they are getting some benefit in terms of their blood sugar control, definitely it's an anti-diabetic drug. But side by side, it has a benefit in terms of their heart health, in terms of their kidney health. Hence, the drug become very popular. The scientists further tried to observe whether this drug has benefit in terms of preventing heart failure or cardiac complications or preventing renal failure 
proteinuria or progression of the CKD in patients those who are non-diabetic. That means whether a CKD patient who otherwise non-diabetic get benefit out of this drug or not. And results are amazing. It was seen that even someone who is non-diabetic, they are also consistently getting the benefit of cardiovascular protection and protection of the renal failure because this drug works as an insulin-independent pathway in some of the mechanisms which are favorable for the heart and kidney. So that's the beauty of this drug. Now the question comes, uh, is the drug is absolutely risk-free? Is it a magic drug? Uh, in this regard, I want to mention that, okay, the so far, whatever data came, the benefit of these drugs are amazing. But there are a few observed minor adverse effects. But these are not very significant. One of important adverse effects is urogenital infection. During active infection, it is recommended not to take this drug. However, once the infection is over, you can restart this drug again. Few of few cases of the fractures and the amputation of the lower limb has been reported and uh, so far the available data this drug has been not approved to use in advanced kidney disease patient for example those whose GFR is less than 25 uh, there we do not have any data whether this drug is safe in this group or advanced kidney disease patient otherwise its safety profile is very good and uh, it has a huge data or first-hand clinical experience of using this drug. However, the, your clinician is the best person to take decision whether this drug will be helpful for you or not. If you love this podcast, please subscribe to my channel www.drprothimspodcast.com I repeat www.drprothimspodcast.com All in lowercase. We are uploading a lot of interesting topics time to time. Please subscribe to this channel www.drprothimspodcast.com to all the upcoming beautiful audio content regarding diabetes management and all the different aspects of the kidney disease. For those <coughs> who love to read, uh, I would love to uh, uh, draw your attention that recently I have launched my blog page www.drprothimsblog.com You can come here and read the multiple blogs I publish regarding diabetes, kidney disease and different aspects of the health. Thank you very much.